Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Did everyone do last week's assignment? I'm writing my name on the board. I'm Professor Jules. Welcome to... You're the teacher. We're so close. If the void master doesn't show up for 15 minutes, we can leave. Then we don't have to... Look, if the teacher's not doing the homework, I'm not doing the homework. For some reason, I'm not wearing pants. Can anyone tell me what I assigned for homework? I don't remember. And so I just want to quit my job. I wanted to be a dancer. You smell like alcohol. What is happening? I'm so fucking drunk right now. I think the last thing you said during the last class was just that everybody needs to crit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was you, You gave us all one point of inspiration and told us that we could level up to level 10. Have I given any inspiration since we started playing this game? Never. No. We've, we've worked so hard. <laughs> Not I, once. I, forgot. I always forget that's a mechanic. So folks listening at home, inspiration is something the DM can award if someone is doing a very good job role-playing their character. And it just kind of gives you a free advantage on any role coming going forward. And I just completely forgot that was that's, part of the game until Bianca yep. just said that. That's how you know that we've been complete ass at this game. That's true. Like yeah. We've completely forgotten that we it's just even haven't a earned it. 20 episodes of ass. Just you all have just complete. been hitting home runs this whole time. I'm going to let you all have one inspiration point oh. for this recording session. Okay. Wow. I'm writing it down. You have what? it. You have, I think you all earned it. You handled handled the uh, situation. We're completely off base right now. We need to be doing introductions. All right. Yeah. I <laughs> don't know who we are. <laughs> we have no yeah, idea. Who, who got either. inspiration? Why are they in school? <laughs> Who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Xamdarradnax, <laughs> who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name's Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. My name is Jules. I use they, them pronouns, and I will be your void master this evening, who's hot for teacher. All right, so where we last left off, you all had faced down a a terrible uh, sea grandma. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The sea grandma is high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She attempted to fright you all to death and uh, claw your eyes out. Um, But let's take a closer look at some of the finer points of what happened last time. Yo, you're not going to fucking believe the shit we went through last time on The Pod Has Been Cast. It was like straight out of a fucking horror movie. Okay, so Donnie's quote-unquote grandma barfed up a bunch of water before this nasty fucking creature came crawling out of her mouth, all like, he's mine, and we were all like, yo, let's kick its ass. And out the window, Xandar saw a seagull that was all like, and after Xandar finally used his speak with animals, the seagull was like, you have to get out of here. My name is Tristan. Let me in. I can help you. And so while we're trying to get the fucking window open and let this fucking seagull in, Cassiopeia just fucking walks up and crushes the creature's head in her hands, all like... I mean, this shit was fucked. But that's where we're at now. 
Okay, yeah, so we leave off with uh, Xander asking this unconscious boy if he wants to join the Hack Olympics team. <laughs> sort of just like slumps over to the side. Uh, but Xander, somewhere in your heart, you think the answer is uh, enthusiastic yes. Young man, young man, wake up. This is the <laughs> opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do a medicine check. Give him a little okay. slap. Slap him in the face. That's a 13. Uh, this kid is uh, suffering from several levels of exhaustion and probably just needs some time to, like, kind of recharge before they're going to be able to, like, kind of interact again. Well, this is an exploding offer. We're expecting a response. <laughs> <laughs> if you were uh, to write something and probably, like, sl- slip it in his pocket or his backpack, he might be able to, like, fill out a contract later. I take the time to... <laughs> Forge a formal Feyrun University invitation to join the Feyrun University Hack Olympics yeah. team. We'll say you spend your time doing that. Go ahead and roll a deception check with advantage since you already kind of have created this disguise. Okay, that's a 19. Nice. Okay, that's the DC to um, kind of interact with this forgery to, to prove it wrong. Uh, so you start crafting that. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? <laughs> I am currently inspecting this kid's work on the speaker system and analyzing it from a coach's perspective. (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Or you can use a check using your mechanics tools, whichever would be higher for you. Okay. 17. 17, nice. Um, It is impressive. It's definitely scrappy. Um, you can tell that Donnie has like taken apart most of the equipment in this room and sort of formatted it in this way to create this sort of uh, this weapon. You're not sure why or like how many people have like kind of stopped by on this place before that he's used to sort of scare them away. Um, but it's definitely impressive. I think you're also going to find with a 17 that the wires also run a connection upstairs and um, I think you're able to piece together that that um, the whatever the upstairs communications room is is um, uh, probably where the um, broadcast is coming from and you see mm-hmm. that the uh, communication is also running through a like dusty like cracked tablet um, that looks like was like uh, uh, Donnie's and as you like flip it over you see Donnie's name sort of like labeled on the back of it um, it's a old school kind of tablet not very fancy gear uh, but it seems like this is kind of what he was working on do you take a look at that yeah i want to um i want to pick it up and i like you know i I blow some dust off of it i clean it up a little bit and i'm while he's passed out i want to um cast mending on it to make it as like tip-top shape as possible oh nice that's really nice clean it up for him yeah, yeah. Immediately, this thing starts to like um, uh, the screen starts to fix um, some of the uh, gunk and uh, debris that has uh, filled in the cracks starts to like disappear as you begin to mend it. Um, it activates, and you see that it looks like Donnie was on a message board uh, mm-hmm. that is uh, called uh, Sonic Void. It seems to be a about kind of uh, sound in general, uh, but a lot of it seems to be about like broadcasting and also finding sounds uh, that people are sampling to use for music and other things. It's pretty expansive and you can like pull up his profile and see like kind of what he was looking at. Give me, this will be an investigation check. 
Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm now I'm borderline like snooping. At first it was like, <laughs> oh, let's just check his settings, make sure everything's all clear. And I'm like, my hacking like yeah. obsession is kicking in. I'm like, oh, well, if you is- want to hack, you can roll your hacker's tools. No, Otherwise, no, no I'm, just be- I'm still investigating, okay. investigating, but because I'm a hacker, I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess I shouldn't open this, but I'm going to, um, that's 18. Okay. You'll see the last post Donnie was following is a thread about a sound that someone sampled and the sample is there on on the message and uh, uh, the message tester is like all caps sort of does anyone know what this is has anyone um, picked this up can anyone tell me anything else and then you see like a bunch of like people responding being like never heard anything like that before um let me uh check with my friend uh, it seems like yeah not a ton of hits on this message like maybe like four or five people kind of responding back and forth about it but it seems like the general consensus is nobody is able to really figure out what it is uh, the reason rain that this catches your eye is the original poster is um someone that goes by the handle artemis Mm. Well, uh, let's, uh, I'm going to plug my headphones in because I don't want to be busted listening to this, but can I try to listen to the sound clip? Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I really don't want to get caught. I feel bad. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. <laughs> my master plan. You unveiled my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast was just an elaborate setup for this single Rickroll, and now we're episodes done. In, we are old wow. enough to drink and to Rickroll. You got me. <laughs> you got me. Um, no, what you hear is honestly like nothing. Like it sounds kind of like white noise with a little bit of like a um, in and out. You, I think you play it and replay it a couple of times and you pick up on like a little bit of like, it kind of almost sounds like a beat, mm. um, but you've never really heard anything like it. What it, The only thing you could equate it to is if you were listening to someone sort of DJing or like a, a, a band playing like from down the street. Yeah. Like you can hear it enough to know that there is something there, but you can't really isolate what it is. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Definitely going to share that with my friends as soon as I come back downstairs, but share it in private because I don't want anyone to know that I was snooping around. So well, fair I, enough. And you'll also find yeah. where the broadcast is coming from. You could shut it down pretty easily. I'm going to let Donnie shut it down. I'm okay. going to talk. I'm going to talk to him in a little bit. So okay. I'm not going to do it. But I bring I bring down the nice new tablet and and all the stuff he's going to need for the Hack Olympics. Everything else is just scrap. So we'll. We'll, we'll get him the supplies he needs. Wow, this kid did all this on an iPad Mini 2? Imagine what he could do with some real Favron University equipment. <laughs> okay. Um, you see, uh, Cassiopeia is um, kind of just like like kind of poking around this equipment. Uh, sees you uh, come down, Rain, um, and sort of like uh, moves to like go talk to you. Um, the two lovers are uh, catching up, uh, recounting the tales to like what happened to each of them to each other. They're like still like embracing each other as they're doing this. Heart, what are you doing? I think that after I take the healing potion, I think I'm going to sit on the stairwell next to Donnie's <laughs> unconscious body, and um, I'm going to use lay on hands oh, okay. to uh, give him a few hit points. Nice. Um, How many? I'll give him three. 
um, you'll see um, you lay on hands and you um, feel that same pulse of energy, that source running through you and go into Donnie. And um, you see, uh, he's, he's like starts to stir and get up. He sees where uh, he is and kind of like jerks. He's like, what, what happened? Uh, I say, um, I say, do not be afraid. Everything is all right. I, I, he, he gets up. Wait, where, where is he? And he um, runs into the other room. I will follow him because I I know what he's I know who he's who he's looking for. Yeah. Um, and there are no remains, right? You said it's that it's just his- a pile of sludge and you see some dead fish in there. You see like some worms, you see seaweed, just like a pile of like gunk. Um he like looks around the room frantically and starts like yelling like where is he? And then he sees that pile and he kind of like walks over to it and kind of kneels down and like looks at it. Um, I will do my best to kneel down next to him. Did you kill him? Negative. Tell me what happened. Gran attacked us, you saw. Um, and we defeated her. And when we did, whatever magic she was using to keep your father alive was over. He sort of like starts like kind of picking through the remains. That wasn't my Gran. I don't know what that was. I'm all alone now. Not entirely. Xandar, what are you doing? I'll say, not entirely at all, young man. (laughs) If only you would check your pockets, you may find an invitation to join a sort of family that is the Faerun University Hack Olympics team. Very Uh, heavy-handed, very ham-fisted. Suddenly, Xandar's wearing a lanyard and a polo shirt. (laughs) If I had a spell slot, I'd cast Disguise Self only to put on Faerun University swag. A lot lot of Argyle. Yeah. Um, Professor Xandar all the way. He pulls out the thing and he sort of, like, looks it over. I guess he's going to roll against it. Okay. He, like, kind of, like, holds it. He looks up at you. He looks up at uh, Hart, very clearly, like, confused as to, like, why you're offering him a spot on this Hack Olympics team. He says, you don't want me on your team. I'm nobody. I'm I'm nobody. Well, the university does not make these offers lightly. And I will remind you, this is an exploding offer. I don't know what that means. Me neither. But I believe it is positive. Also, your work speaks for itself. The broadcast. Um, he stands up and he starts like running towards the uh, stairs. I go, ah, 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 hold on one second. Well, then I have the iPad behind my back. I say, I say, we're going to talk about the broadcast in just a minute. But something that I want to mention is that when we all start off, we're all nothing. We're all, we start from the ground floor. And I, I will admit, while you do have a lot of talent, this is shit. All of this is nothing compared to what you can do. So, and I pull out the iPad, it's all pristine. It's got rose gold on the back now. And uh, I say, you have a lot of potential to do something really big. And sometimes we have to let go of where we were so that we can finally achieve where we're supposed to be. You have to let go. Give me a persuasion check. Yeah. I'll give you advantage since the team seems to be working working this angle. As, as Rain is giving this speech, I will like sneak up behind her and start to hum what I believe is the <laughs> favor on university fight song. Never to mind disadvantage. Give help. Never mind. <laughs> Double disadvantage. Uh, that's a 14. I want to hear that fight song. 
Uh, 14 with advantage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he'll contest. Um, he's going to try to snatch that uh, uh, pad, uh, the tablet from you. I let him have it. Um, he like takes it from you and he like sort of backs away and like kind of holds it to his chest. <laughs> That's easy for you to say. We've never had anything. We've always been nothing. It's church. It's their fault. He gave me this. And so he kind of like crumples to the floor, um, clutching the tablet and he starts uh, weeping. I crouch down next to him and I give him a minute to cry and I say, you want to know why he gave you this? It's because you have nothing. And he gave you a gift. He gave you the ability to create something from nothing. Using this, this is a very important tool for you. He he wouldn't want you to, to cling to this room with this sludge on the ground. He, he would want you to take this thing that he gave you and build something great, bigger than anything you've ever done before. Now, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your, your broadcast, your life, or anything like that. But after seeing your connection with your dad and your family, I think it's important to remember the love that he had for you. Uh, Cassiopeia is going to kind of clear her throat. <laughs> and uh, as you turn around, she sort of like gestures for you to come over. God. What? Nice speech. But we do got to shut that thing down. Okay, I'm working on it. Why you, you, You're killing the mood. I just want to get out of here. Okay, just chill out for a second. Just read the fucking room. Go go breathe in the corner or something. She sort of like slams her fist on the, <laughs> on the table and like walks out. <laughs> I give her a little like back off gesture when she's not looking because if she saw it, she's scared. <laughs> and then uh, I go back. I say, look, kid, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your broadcast or anything like that. But I think that what you could do, what, what I could teach you through the Hack Olympics it'll be a, a lot more worthwhile. And I think your dad would be very proud of what you're capable of creating. And you're not going to be able to find it here by yourself. Is anyone else doing anything? While they're having this conversation on the stairs, uh, Hart will sort of like pick through the sludge just to see if there's like anything tangible that remains of the father. Like, I don't know, like a wedding ring or like a a, a coin. or like like some, mm. some trinket, you know? Yeah. Okay, give me give me an arcana check, Hart. Ooh, okay. Eleven. You have an inspiration point if you want to use it. <gasps> I do, and you know what? I'm gonna use it now. <laughs> and then in three episodes when I'm making a death saving throw, and I really wish I had that inspiration point. We better remember this because it was a nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> so inspired. This is incredible. You scan this pile of refuse and you kind of start uh, picking through it. You realize uh, two things as you scan it. Um, You realize that this is not this boy's father and it never really was. You find one piece of it that was, which is a just like a severed heart, just like a a single, like like, like just a heart. Uh, But the rest of this is constructed around it. This body was not um, this man's body. Uh, This was a spell that whatever that creature was created almost a golem out of using like a bit of this person's DNA and just a bunch of other stuff to create a doll. Um, 
um, that was uh, good enough to convince this kid that that was his father, but was indeed not his father at all. Um, his father is very much dead. Um, you're also going to find kind of embedded in this heart a sapphire. Cool. Uh, heart doesn't know a lot about sentimentality or like what would be meaningful to humanoids. Mm. Um, so they will hold this human heart <laughs> in their hands. Okay. <laughs> Um, and like, like make eye contact with Xander while like, so like while Rain is like giving this speech, like just before Cassiopeia like calls her aside, I think Hart will make eye contact with Xander and like sort of like hold up the heart and just sort of like point at it and then like shrug. Like, did I give this to him? Xander will use his mage hand to grab the heart <laughs> from Hart yeah. and bring it over to himself. And then when Rain finishes their speech, I will bend down to Donnie Dynamite. I'll sort of like take a knee to be on his level. And I'll say, Donnie, you've seen the kind of things that you can do shouting from the outside to take down the church's message. Now, just imagine what you could do if you had the skills to get inside. And I'll hold the heart out to it and offer it to it. <laughs> yeah, these messages are very. You know. <laughs> Rain, Rain does a double take. Like, what the? <laughs> I, um, I have no idea where this heart came from. He sort of like recoils as you thrust this heart <laughs> at him, and then he sees the sapphire embedded into it, and he kind of reaches for it and like detaches it from the heart. And as he does, the heart just sort of melts into water and he's holding the sapphire and he's kind of looking at it I'm gonna make a roll for him yeah he sort of tosses it away it was all just a trick none of it matters do whatever you want and uh, he stands out and he starts walking for the stairs I say wait hold on I'm gonna give you your first free lesson right now by the way all of these lessons are gonna be free this is a this is a full ride scholarship (laughs) but your first your first lesson starts right now and then you're free to go if you'd like So in the internet world, everything is comprised of data. And no matter what you do, you could delete a file, you could try to scrub it from the internet, but no matter what, that data is always going to be there. Data is like love. And even though your dad might not be here with us, his memory is always going to be with you, like data that you can never erase. Uh, You can tell that he heard you and kind of stops for a second and he sees like shoulders kind of tense up. And then he does run downstairs. I let him go. Well, you were standing up in <laughs> yeah. you're up in the control tower. Cassie P is like kind of like leaning against the door, kind of like watching you all. Um, Donnie has run out. The uh, Tristan and Scoot are just sort of like watching all of this happen, like a little bewildered, not completely sure what's going on. Um, Shale is um, also kind of like taking a look at some of this equipment. Uh, what are you all doing? Since... Donnie ran. I feel like uh, Hart will like stand up from the from the pile of sludge, and like heely over to the staircase, uh, and sort of like look at Rain and Xandar and say, "We need to unplug the transmission." Correct. Correct. Cassie says. Can I roll an insight check? Uh, sure. What are you trying to? This insight? is what I'm trying to intuit. Is into it, yeah. um, <laughs> I want to know if Rain has faith that he's going to leave the transmission like did I get a good read on the situation that he's going to like run away and 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 continue his transmission or 
does it seem like it affected him? Oh, yeah, go ahead and roll that. Okay. I'm going to use my inspiration <laughs> to re-roll that because that sucked. You, okay. We got him and we threw him a, away. <laughs> I got a f- like a four on that okay. one. But the second one I got, uh, this is insight, I got a 15. You can tell that uh, you have all collectively, but especially that last gesture from Xandar when uh, he realized sort of like that uh, this... A uh, person that he's been like sort of spending time with, which he, I think partially already knew was a fabrication and not actually his father, that he's sort of just been wasting his time here. Um, he's definitely not in a good place, but is moving on from the broadcast. So then with that said, I think I think Rain says, I don't think that we need to stop the broadcast. I think he's going to do it on his own. Uh, you don't think he's going to turn it off. Um, he's just done with it. He's just walking away. Yeah, so I think like, Hart continue will... to play on loop. Oh, I understand. I, I yeah. thought it was like a live radio show. Like he would like no, no, it's and... like it's something that's like loop playing over and over. Oh, and over yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, no worries. I use my watch. God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think yes. Hart yes. just puts their hand on Rain's shoulder and is like, "Affirmative. That boy cannot stay here. We must take him with us." Yes, I'm on board. Let's turn this thing off. Um, okay. Um, that's not going to require a roll or anything. You just go up there and you uh, shut down the broadcast. Broadcast CPSIs. Thank you. I know this was not um, as quick and easy as we hoped it would be, but I appreciate it. What is? Yeah. We appreciate you. Well, let's figure out how we're going to get off this thing. Yeah, Xander would like to pick up the discarded sapphire mm. and sort of just pocket it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and then turn to the group and say... Well, if that kid's headed toward a boat, we'd we'd better go find out. Mm-hmm. Affirmative. Um, you head down. You see, uh, Donnie's sort of sitting out on that kind of uh, loading dock area, uh, just like uh, legs sort of dangling over the edge, uh, over the water, kind of just like looking off into the distance. Um, there's still the dock with that tugboat tied off at the end of it. Uh, the skedaddle is in the uh, warehouse still with all those holes inside of it. Uh, Tristan uh, gasps when he sees it and runs over. My love, your skedaddle, what happened? And sort of like starts like lamenting <laughs> the fall of this machine. It's my scared. favorite side relationship. <laughs> I'm deeply invested in whatever the hell's going on there. <laughs> Just imagine if Xandar had never talked to that seagull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was worth the spell slot. It's, it's yes. always worth the spell slot. Um, uh, he consoles, consoles Scoo as they look at the um, destroyed skedaddle. Does this mean that we're stuck? Was this our only way to... Well, there's the tugboat at the end of the dock, but the uh, skedaddle is, is melted, right? Like it's un- yeah. op- an inoperable? Yeah, it's inoperable. You could probably still get it to move around. The problem is, is the uh, skedaddle is a submergible. So with all the holes inside of it, it is no longer watertight. Uh, so you have a couple of options. You could try to see if that tugboat can be repaired and if you can take that off um, this area to get to where you need to go. Or you can attempt to repair this skedaddle. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Rain repair a lot of things with her mending spell. So I think Xandar will sort of be of the mind that if we spend enough time on it, sort of like one little chunk at a time, Rain will be able to repair the skedaddle. Mm-hmm. I also um, have mechanics tools. I don't know if that would be helpful in this situation, but certainly I've got hurt. some. Um, so you want to spend some time trying to fix up this um, machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. 
Um, so I'm going to say Heart and Rain, you are going to be working on that. Xandar, what are you doing during this time? It's probably going to take a while. I will spend some time sort of casing the joint, really cleaning the place out, sort of <laughs> checking under all the mattresses, seeing if there's anything taped to the bottom of any drawers. Uh, really spending a lot of time with that umbral site, you know, looking for things See if you can pick up any side quests or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, I think the only area that you haven't really checked out is the boat. So if you want to roll investigation on the boat, you can do that. Sure. Um, Rain, go ahead and roll me a mechanics tools check with advantage. This is going to determine just how long this is going to take. You can definitely do it, especially with mending. It's just, this is going to see how big of a project it is. It is a big project. Not great. Uh, 13. 13. Okay, um, you all might have to spend the night here. I only got a 10 on the boat. Okay, let me tell you what you find. On the boat, as your friends are sort of hacking away, you find a photo of the team that used to work here. Um, You see a photo of about... No, exactly. Uh, 14 individuals sort of all posed on that same dock um, for a uh, picture. Uh, The... uh, area looks a lot less dilapidated. Um, everyone is like sort of grinning. Um, you can point out uh, a little bit younger Donnie in the photo, and you can even point out the um, person that must have been his father uh, before whatever befell his father happened. Um, you're also going to find a letter that's sort of like hastily written. Um, it looks like it's like kind of crumpled up and was like put into a waste uh, basket. Um, you find like a little bit of blood on that letter. Uh, letter. Actually, I should go backwards. As you like sort of explore this tugboat, you see signs of a struggle are evident all over the place. Can I read the letter? Sure. Uh, the letter says, Donnie, we're taking the GH and headed for the cistern, hoping to skip a freight ride off this water hell. We'll give word to the Nen Yu steward that you're here. We'll send someone for you. Maybe by then you'll have time to think about things. I wish it turned out different, kid, for you and Edgar. I love you, but I don't know what she did. That thing is not my brother. And it's signed T. Hoffer. Interesting. And Edgar was the name that was inscribed on something else, right? Like the shotgun or something? The shotgun. Yeah. Right? Nice. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, uh, somebody, somebody, oh, I, I, oh. The workman's jumpsuit had a name tag. I just said E. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. So Xandar will sort of take stock of this photo of all these employees and like how he remembers these jumpsuits to look with their credentials Mm -hmm. and this letter and sort of take all of these things and sort of tuck them away into his bag as excellent fodder for his disguise self slash forgery kit combo. Hell yeah. Um, Now that you know, Xandar, sort of how long you're going to be in here, if you spend time sort of meticulously going through this boat, you might spend some more, uh, might find some more things just naturally. Um, But if you're done with it, you can be done with it. Well, I'm certainly not going to help them fix the other boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, meanwhile, I'm like, where the fuck is Xandar? What the fuck am I doing all this for? I'm like reading letters from father to son. like, oh my God, this hot goss. (laughs) Juicy family drama. (laughs) Um, Then, you know, it's pretty miserable here, right? It's still raining. It's um, starting to get dark. Uh, Xandar, the tugboat is relatively cozy, if not for the broken windows and the blood spatters kind of all over the place. 
Um, but you do also find a strong box um, that was sort of like wedged underneath a desk. Rain and Heart, you continue to work on the skedaddle. I think Scoot comes over and helps you as well. Uh, Tristan is talking to uh, Shale, and they're sort of like, you know, recounting like kind of their tales to each other. Um, Cassiopeia is kind of pacing. Cassiopeia is doing a lot of pacing. Um, let's start with Rain and Heart and Scoot as you're all <laughs> fixing up the skedaddle. Uh, what are you all doing? Um, I would like to ask Cassiopeia why she seems so tense. Um, she sort of sighs again and, um, she looks at you. Uh, listen, that was a lot of action back there and I just, um, I didn't want anything to happen to anyone because I was following the orders of something I don't even believe in. Right. I follow we... the Zodiac, but not not enough to get a kid hurt or to get any of you hurt. And I just feel like an idiot for dragging everyone into this. That's all. Hey, Cass. Now we're stuck on this rock. Look, look, we've been in scrapes like this before. You know, this is what we signed up for. We knew that we were going to get involved in some some shenanigans to, you know, be able to get you to your crew. But at the end of the day, look, I mean, look at it. I, I turn Cassiopeia around and I, I show I show her like heart working diligently and like Scoot and all of them Tristan, like everyone's doing like their part. I'm like, mm. you know, we're all we're all in this together and you have nothing to worry about. We're we're gonna be able to get home. We have enough brains here to figure this out and it's gonna be fine. Yeah. All right, let me see if I can wrestle this up for some dinner. I mean, that kid must have been eating something. Hey, if you got any more pizza, if you could find some more pizza, that'd be awesome. Yeah. If I, I can am find out of hot dogs. <laughs> I'm just going to take a look around upstairs and see if I can find any pizza. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, walks off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Heart, how about you? I like to imagine that Heart is with Tanyo and we're doing we're doing what we were doing in mm-hmm. the boat when we were just like with our little with our little uh, face shields just yeah. like <laughs> on the side of the skedaddle. I think Heart is pretty quiet um, because they are ruminating on what um, Rain was saying to Donnie. Mm. The idea of love being like data and thinking about this like power that they've been able to channel from a supposedly dead and deleted God is, uh, I think something that they are sort of like thinking a lot about considering that like thesis was deleted by the church. A thesis was del- deleted by the AI confluence. By so the, the very AI thing confluence. that created him destroyed him, them, I should say. I'm thinking about like the, like Donnie's struggle with the church and like the way that he blames them for his father's decisions and like the struggle about like whether or not void forged or like have souls or deserve rights. So I think that, I think that they're just like thinking a lot about that idea of like love being like data and what that means for them as a, as a being. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a religion check. I would love to. (laughs) Thanks. Anytime. Uh, 17. There is something about, something you keep coming back to, which is the word love and the equivalency symbol and the word data. That is the truest thing that you've encountered since you've sort of left the freighter. And something about just that kind of tenant is fueling your power right now. You like feel energy coming from that, which is a strange sensation. It's almost as if you were able to take that from rain 
and turn it into something that has made your programming work better. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Cool indeed. Yeah, cool. Xandar, you have a lockbox. Yeah, I'd like to try to get into it. I mean, I'm sure I I don't have very, very many tools or anything like that, but I'm sure Xandar would at least make any attempts to see if there's like a false switch or some sort of trick to this box or something like that. Well, here, uh, describe to me how Xandar would tackle sort of this sort of scenario, um, and we'll see what kind of role that might uh, call for. I will set it on the desk in front of me and analyze it really from every angle for about 10 minutes, just looking at it before I even touch it. And then I think Xandar, uh, like he does with many things that he doesn't understand, pieces of technology, boxes, whatever, pick it up and first lick it? Sort of taste <laughs> box? This is yeah, a okay. thing. This is a sort of gif, like... Yeah, yeah. That's where the advantage is coming from, yeah. Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll taste the box, yeah. uh, and then I will spend some time sort of furiously running my hands over it, seeing if it gives in any specific way, or if there's like a weak point that I can feel that's giving a little bit more, a little bit less resistance than any other point on the box. Give me a slide of hand check. Cool. I'm sorry, did you say I get advantage for licking it? <laughs> yeah, you get advantage for licking it. Whatever, yes. fuck you. <laughs> oh, you do. I licked the, I licked the uh, Mind Flayer thing in a previous episode. Just trying to make it canon. Get flicks. I love it. Keep it. Uh, that is going to be a 22. God damn. It, it works. Um, you find a little uh, a little hinge, a little broken piece. This thing has been sitting inside of this rusty tugboat for who knows how long. And you were able to like just pry this thing right open and it snaps open. Mm-hmm. Inside, you will, I think you open it with maybe a little bit too much force as like sort of like a possum trying to get into a garbage can. <laughs> it was not locked. <laughs> <laughs> as this thing sort of snaps open. Um, geez. Uh, 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 the, 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 the universal sort of money start uh, flying all over the place. Um, some of them are in bands, but they look like this. They were like kind of hastily like stuffed inside of this thing. Um, but you're like, you know, kind of scooping them up as they've like now f- flown like all over the uh, cabin. And you're like just finding like a bunch of uh, G's. I look around and I immediately take stock of where everybody else is and if they saw this at all. Um, what's your passive wisdom? Uh, oh, what is that? How does that calculate? That's gonna be ten plus your perception. That is going to be a thirteen. You turn and you see someone like duck out of the doorway. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna gather up all this money. <laughs> um, also, I should say, you find all that money, and um, underneath it, you see, like, probably, like, the most old-school-looking laptop you've ever seen. Like, really heavy, really thick. I just, like, looks like one of those old tough books. <laughs> all right. I take that. I take all the money. I tuck all the money away. I, like, put it in my bag. <laughs> I don't even count it. That's how nervous I am right now. <laughs> And then I will sort of like step off the sh- tugboat onto the dock, like out of whatever little tugboat room I was in and sort mm-hmm. of like awkwardly stretch and <laughs> sort of like, oh, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Nothing real exciting going on in there. I did. I did find this computer. I'll shout real loud and I'll shake the computer over my head. Your voice behind you say that's not yours. And you turn, you see um, Donnie standing behind you with his arms crossed. I was like, oh, uh, Donald, uh, 
That's Donnie. Donnie, right. Uh, is <laughs> this your computer? No, it was my, it was my, uh, my dad's. I see. And so that would make it yours now, right? I mean, by all accounts. He's gone. I don't want it. I don't care. All right. Well, why'd you speak up in the first place then? I was talking about the money. Right. You want the money. Are you taking it? Donnie, full disclosure, the university could do great things with this money. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said it was a free ride. Right. The university's funding the free ride. How do you think that we pay for all of these gifted minds to compete in the Hack Olympics? Whatever. Take whatever you want. None of it matters. And yeah, it kind of walks away from you. And then I go back towards my friends shaking the laptop and go, Computer! Found a computer! Any of you computer people want to take a look at this? Yeah, I grab it. I'm computer like, Computer people is, is an offensive term. <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. I'm so yeah, sorry. I was not thinking. Hey, hey, I'm hey. so sorry. I just chill out a little bit. Even. That was completely I am joking. That was a joke. <laughs> But I can see where it would be offensive. I'll think before I speak next time. (laughs) (laughs) I take the laptop. I say this, look at this hunk of junk. And I kind of want to futz with it and see if I can like turn it on. Yeah, it seems to have enough juice to turn on. Um, And I think you you have enough like kind of stray tech equipment to kind of hook it up and give it a little bit more power. Uh, This thing is old school, like uh, straight up DOS is what you're looking up. Um, It's mostly just text files. Uh, You don't even think it could probably connect to the Internet. Um, But it seems to be the way that they have sort of managed their... um, paperwork and like their filing um so you see like a crew log of like all the people that were like sort of registered to be working here um you see personnel log and then you see like a lot of like sort of accounting kind of uh, uh files um you see like uh uh just kind of like an unnamed log um that's like uh if anything it looks kind of like a journal almost like like different entries um you see a few like incident reports um things like that everything seems fairly innocent um, at a glance, yeah. Yeah. Can I peek really quick at the journal? Sure. Like, I, I want to. I, I, I don't think Rain would necessarily have the intuition to read it hardcore, but just like a, a inquisitive skim of the journal. Uh, yeah. There's um there's a few entries. You're sort of clicking around. You see one entry that sort of details kind of their trip in, sort of getting established here. Um, there are a few entries devoted to that. I think uh, one of them seems to route back to an incident report. Um, and there seems to be like an entry about a death of some sort that occurred. Um, you see one here that is um, uh, catches your eye also because it's linked to another file. Um, seems to be like sort of termination papers. Seems like there was um, a, a person or person that left at some point after that. And um, one of the last entries is an incident report that's filled out by um, someone else and a log attached to that. That seems to be regarding um, someone going missing. So someone someone left the crew. Mm-hmm. Someone died mm-hmm. and someone went missing. Uh, not quite in that order, but yes, all those yeah, things happened. Yeah, okay, okay. I look at Xandar and I'm like, where did you get this? What? Did, what is this? I found it on that boat. I found that uh, and... What else? That was, uh, all right, come here. I pull Rain over to the <laughs> side and I grab Hart's wrist and I pull Hart over to <laughs> I say, all right, look, I haven't counted it yet, but I think I just found a shitload of money. I burst. What the fuck? Oh, sh- quiet, quiet. 
Be oh, quiet. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Now, I'm getting butterflies in my stomach, but I think my mind is getting the better of me right now in that I think we should collect whatever funding we're going to receive from the church for shutting this message down. You know, that ship has sailed, but I think we should offer this money to Cass, really earn some autonomy and go find that damn dragon. That is very kind. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. Again, I don't know how much money it is. It might not, it might be a drop in the bucket, but at least as a gesture, it might might reaffirm our allegiance. Mm. Affirmative. I feel comfortable with this gift. Yeah, ditto. Okay. Cassiopeia is going to roll a survival check to see if she can find anything to eat in this place. And let me tell you, it's going to be a hard one. Crit for pizza. Crit for Comes pizza. Comes dry. <laughs> 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 she can not find Damn. any food. Um, but you all spend a miserable evening kind of Oof. in this uh, uh, warehouse. Um, can I? Well, I wouldn't know how to do that. Never mind. <laughs> nope. Okay. I take it back. Cool. Um, by the end of the evening, however, uh, you are all able to fix up the skedaddle enough at least to like, you think it's seaworthy. You think it could probably take you to where it needs to go. Um, do you take off in the dead of night or are you going to wait until first light to leave? Has has the amount of time spent repairing it afforded us any sort of rest at all, or would we need to take a rest now before leaving? Uh, you would need to take a long rest to get everything back, but you definitely had time to take a short rest. I think that we should take a long rest here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Where does everyone post up? In the in the control room with the sound equipment. Okay. Xander's yeah. in the control room. Me too. Okay. I I will I will also be there. Um, I'll position myself by the door. Okay, cool. Um, as oh, you can, all I ask, go, can I ask yeah. Donnie where the surveillance was? Wasn't there weren't there cameras that he was like observing Watching our movement with. from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are easy to find. Um, you would have found them as you were like sort of checking that uh, same room where you found Donnie. Um, there's just a uh, screen that you can kind of switch between. Um, channels by turning a dial and they're all like very black and white kind of fuzzy photos of the uh, dock area, uh, the warehouse area, the um, staircase, and one is offline. Okay. I think everybody posting up together in that room, but somehow sort of taking watch at that surveillance station throughout this oh, rest is a good idea. I can I can do that. I So my, my long rest... I am inert, but I can hear and see as normal. So I can just post up in front of these security cams while nice. everyone sleeps. Okay. Uh, so I have something I want to try, but it's really kind of a stretch and I'm okay if you say no. But what I, what I want to try is to take the dates and times from the journal mm-hmm. of those specific incidents. You know, like if there's any incidents that revolve around this location. Yeah. And then take those dates and times and go into the security footage and see if there's any like video footage of those incidents here. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, that's just a timing sort of thing. So th- that will take you yeah. quite a bit of time. It might eat into your long rest a little bit. Um, but I'll say you can pick if, if you want to still kind of get your full night's sleep, you can pick one of those events to do that for. I would like to get a, a full long rest. So if, if that's the case, you said I could I could do one of those things and get a long rest. Yeah. Or okay, then I want to do I want to see the someone that died. 
Okay, okay. Or I at least dig into it. You take a look at those files, and I think you're kind of switching between the cams, and, and, and you pull up that day. And I think as you do this, um, it's a fitful night. There's nowhere really to get comfortable. Everywhere kind of like smells weird. Um, the restrooms are look like they are like completely uh, disrepair. This kid has been like mostly like living in his own filth. Um, very like bad conditions. Um, so you're definitely not comfortable here. And you post up in this chair and you're looking at it. I think as you're going through, you feel like Donnie kind of like looking at what you're doing over your shoulder. So a very quiet sort of kid just kind of like watching you. Mm-hmm. And you uh, pull up that incident. Um, and he tells you that that was um, Mr. Hine, um, Frank. And um, you see this uh, tugboat pulling in the uh, tanker uh, that it used to be attached to. You don't know where the tanker is. Uh, mm-hmm. Donnie says somebody's like ran off with it pretty soon after everyone. And then he kind of trails off. Uh, but they pull a body off of it that's like missing a few limbs. And um, they pull it onto the dock. You see people are like scrambling. Uh, you see people running up and down the stairs. Um, and Donnie says, um, Hine got caught in uh, the turbines as they were sort of dislodging and it ripped him right apart. And he said, after that, everything pretty much changed. That uh, that was when, that was when um, Mr. Coleman Reed left and he took... Nicole with him, and Nicole was the only other kid here. So then Donnie, sort of by himself. How old were you? Um, he said when that happened, he was um 13, and he's uh 15 now. Man, that's tough. He just sort of shrugs. Well, I'm sorry you had to, you know, deal with that. I didn't want to rehash old memories for you, but do you mind if I hang on to this computer and kind of take a look at it over time? I don't think I can do it tonight, and I'm exhausted, but... Are you okay if I hold on to this? Uh, he just sort of shrugs. He's like, they're all gone now. Doesn't matter. And uh, he heads off. Okay. I go to bed. All right. Um, as you all take uh, a rest, you hear the groans and the creaks of this old rig as it's continuously pounded by rain and wind. And uh, we zoom out from there and we see a planet covered in storms. And that's where we'll stop. Yay! <laughs> that's like the most horrific lo-fi steady beats image ever. The haunting the groans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just this shit-covered room, rain, his bags under her eyes, like looking at a screen and heart next to her. We've just Xander been wet since out. we got here. Just completely soggy. <laughs> this kid in the background just staring at us. It's horrifying. Definitely a somber, somber attitude going but on. The beats here. are sick. <laughs> the beats but are the sick. beats are sick. Uh, if somebody wants to sample our sick beats, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast. And you can find us on Twitter at the PHB cast. And Carlos, actually, you know what? Fuck you, Carlos. I'm hijacking your thank you section. <gasps> yeah, please. Take it. Because you know what? I'm going to say <laughs> thank you to Carlos. What? Because Carlos does a lot of really hard work editing Aww. these episodes. He's the unsung hero of the podcast in so many ways. And I just want to take a second to say both fuck you to Carlos <laughs> and thank you for making us all sound so beautiful. And Aww. thank you to Robert for putting our 
our our sounds up on the internet. I don't know how mm-hmm. it works, but somehow Robert, Robert is able to it. take all the sounds we make and make you all hear them. And make you all hear them. And, yeah. then, and then people tell us that they like it. Check and, out our website. <laughs> I made it with Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, Check out our website. The, the website. And um, Bianca, every day that you still agree to do this project. Being Seriously. <laughs> I'm having the best time of my life. Thank you for letting me be here. Thank you for just being um, the most um, famous person on our podcast. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we really just appreciate Thank you, you for being the most popular character on our podcast. <laughs> when one Thank day you for being the fan you stop favorite. Answering, answering our calls. <laughs> I will never. We'll say we knew you when. Um, and that's the thank you section. It's for us and not for yeah. any of you. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. That was really sweet. Yeah. Don't get used to it. Um, <laughs> the one thing I'm truly thankful for. Every morning when I wake up, what gets me out of bed and keeps me going, it's Robert's Corner. And I'm not hijacking Robert's Corner. It's all yours. <laughs> no home invasion today. <laughs> uh, this Robert's Corner, and correct me if I'm wrong, I know this is a little bit in the future, but isn't our next episode to be released the uh, bonus collab with the Tell oh Me Where I Lose You podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So We're doing this, a special nice. crossover. This Robert's Corner, I will um, shout out the Tell Me Where I Lose You podcast. And I will say, if you'd like a primer to next release, go ahead, sit down, pick a couple episodes. They've got a great format. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to listen to it in order. You can kind of jump around to whatever of their very out there topics sort of speaks to you in some way Um, and uh, and get an idea for uh, the people that we are going to be doing a quick collab with. And maybe Jules, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit more to like what we are trying to do. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're just two baby podcasts out here trying to, we've been left by our mothers on the cliffside and we're trying to fend for ourselves and not get eaten by giant birds. And we decided to do a crossover. So um, they're going to come over to our house. We're going to go over to theirs and uh, we're going to make some cool things happen. We're going to be playing monster of the week, which is a different sort of tabletop module, uh, very different from D and D, but still going to give you some of that fantasy action uh, survival kind of vibes. It's going to feel kind of like, Alien or 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 um 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 what were some of my other polls? God, I had good ones when we were talking you about said this. Battlestar Galactica. I've never Battle seen Star it. Galactica. That's what you said. That was one of the things you said. Yeah, yeah. Among Us, even like if, if we want to go video game routes or, or Dead Space, um, it's it's gonna be cool, and uh, we're all super excited. So uh, it's gonna be so many people on this podcast, but they're gonna come over and see how dirty our living room is. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, check gonna, gonna, tell me yeah. where I lose you. Tell me where I lose you. Available on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, they're gonna roll around in the filth with us. <laughs> hey, let's all get dirty together. Nerd. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go wash my ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>